for all you music sticklers. This is the right way to do it, apparently. And you've all ruined the sexy sax. And now it's a terrible trumpet. You're welcome. Welcome into the PHNX Suns post-game show. Your Phoenix Suns beat the Clippers 129-124 in LA to take a 2-1 lead in the series. I am Espo. He is Saul Bookman. We're out here at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Happy to be with you, Saul. I know you didn't like the trumpet, but it's a muted trumpet in that section, so I had to play it tonight for the people. But how are you overall? I fucking hate that. I absolutely hate oh, that. Hate I don't care if it's the wrong instrument or not. We started this thing off with the sexy sax, and then people begged for it to come back, and now we're trying to take it away again. I don't understand what's going on. It's basically what just happened in this game. You can feel happy that we got the music, but it just didn't feel right the way it was executed. Yes. And that's what this game was about, right? This game, we won. Cool, we're up to one. But damn, was that not the most difficult 129 to 124 win you've ever seen in your life? You're a mean one. Man, that was Mr. awful. Mr. Grinch. That game was terrible. Come on, they got the win. Devin Booker was a amazing. A win is a win is a win. Devin Booker was amazing. But, man, you can't my, – my biggest thing is – my biggest takeaway right now is, is that – that doesn't make anybody feel good about the future of the playoffs. Okay. Like, that was such a rough game for no reason. Kevin Durant, 8 of 15, 28 points, yeah, he six was rebounds, he was good. five assists. He was good. He was great. Torrey Craig, Torrey Craig his, was phenomenal. has his first time in his career that he's had three straight playoff games with double-digit points. Yep. He had 15 points, four rebounds, two assists. Devin Booker played a hell of a game. Amazing. 45 points. Uh, seven seven rebounds we'll get into it i okay was it was it sloppy at times yes no it wasn't even sloppy it was just absolutely downright careless I, D, I D, da da set the tone with his sloppy ball handling not being able to secure rebounds he was fumbling the bag left and right missing layups and then chris paul tried to finish the game damn it felt like he was trying to give the game back to the clippers they were leaving him open on purpose i know we're going to talk about his hand and all this other stuff but damn if it weren't for devin booker booker's heroics uh <laughs> but that we know this kevin durant and 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 book are going to have to carry this team this isn't some guarded secret. We knew that's what this is going to have to be, right? Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be like that, though. Like what? Like, I don't. I, <laughs> Chris Paul won for eight from three. Yeah, look, Chris Paul didn't look good. Chris Paul had to have an X-ray on his hand last game. I know everyone's like, "Well, it was clean." Yeah, he had to have an X-ray for a reason. It's probably bruised at least. At least that's something there. Look, I'm not. I, I didn't think this was a perfect game by any means, but this is much closer than to what we hoped. And I think you got to give Ty Lue a lot of credit here. Ty Lue is the master at throwing junk defenses at a team and mucking up a game, and that's what we saw tonight. At times, Ty Lue was just throwing defenses out there that were really tough to, to deal with. And I, you got to give him credit. That's what he's known for. And this Clippers team, everybody's like, oh, no Kawhi, no KD, or, you know, or to no uh, Paul George. This is going to be easy. Well, do you remember what Ty Lue did with this team without those two guys last year? He had them competitive in every game. They played well. People were calling him one of the best coaches in the league. I think that's what we saw tonight. 
I, I yeah, sure. I mean, I, I I agree. I agree. I mean, Ty Lue's a phenomenal coach. There's one phenomenal coach on that court. Period. Yeah. Like you have Norman Powell almost equaling what Devin Booker did tonight. What in the hell? You're not even going to try to throw double teams at my guy at all. Like you just let him cook, and he was cooking From the Suns. Yeah, he's forty-two points. Like. As great as Devin Booker was, Norman Powell matched him for the most part. Like, that blows my mind, and there was no adjustment whatsoever. And then you go to the other side, and people are pointing it out in the in the chat. Like, Kevin Durant is sometimes not even a factor on the offensive side because they're not even trying to get him the ball in certain circumstances. Devin Booker was cooking, but when the ball was getting forced out of his hand, they were basically trying to make everybody – uh, not name Chris Paul and Kevin Durant shoot the ball, and it was working. It yeah. was working, especially in the fourth quarter, until Torrey Craig hit that big three, which was crucial. Again. I just again, I just think that there's so many things that that need to improve because you're not going to get away with this when you're playing elite teams. Which every round you go go forward, you will play a better level of competition. Look, I'm not trying to put lipstick on a pig. I mean, the defense wasn't great on norm powell that's why he scored the second most points somebody scored in the playoffs outside of devin booker tonight if i told you before the game that the clippers were going to score 124 points without Kawhi leonard and pg like before the series would you have thought we won that game yes okay because because i would (laughs) i would have a feeling our offense did the same to them because they have none of their defensive pieces look there's, there's problems, right, If going forward. I agree with you. But these are problems we knew this team had, that you were going to have to rely on KD and Devin Booker and that the other guys were going to have to step up. They haven't stepped up, and we knew that might happen because the other guys are D.A., who has been up and down his entire career, and Chris Paul, who we knew was, was on the downside of his career. And then you were relying on Torrey Craig, or, or a Kogi. I, and so none of this surprises me, but I'm also not going to look at going up 2-1 in a series uh, and taking the, getting home court back as, as like, the, the ceiling's falling in on me. They won. And if they come out and they win again on, on Sunday or on Saturday, they're up 3-1 I, coming home. I That's comp- all that matters. I, I, I don't really – I'm not upset about the fact that they, they take control of the series and they might possibly win the series, which everybody expected coming into the series in the first place, right? Like, But that's not the end goal for me, and I know a lot of fans feel that way. It's, it's the way they have been going about th- this series and the wins, and the way Ty Lue has, has managed to, to junk up the game, as you put it, and make the Suns... They, they've, what the Clippers have done very, very well is they've tried their best and it hasn't worked all the time, but they have tried to force everybody else to beat them outside of Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Now, it hasn't succeeded because those two are such elite players that they are able to overcome. But my thing is, is that that you're not going to be able to get away with that with elite teams. And, and that's what I'm thinking. I've seen now 11 games with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, and not really any game has been like smooth execution from beginning to end. It's 11 games. I get it. it I, I'm not panicking. Do you know what the record was, in those 11 this, games I, I, get it, I get it. But they were very, very, very I, a sloppy win's a win. A win's a win. And all I need is for them to come out, play better on Saturday, play better in game five, and slowly turn into the team we think they are. They've played 11 games together. 
this is what we kind of expected coming in. I'm not going to I'm just I'm not going to sit here and act downtrodden because they took the 2-1 lead. I one night does not make what they're going to look like all playoffs either. Like Ty Lu is very good. We've so, seen we've seen three games basically of this. They've won two of them. All right. Have they looked uh, they, smooth in any one of those three games? Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker's a, not played at an elite level. No. Devin Booker. If you told me Devin Booker was going to average d- damn near thirty-eight points a game in this series, you'd think that they would be up three-zero and blowing these guys out by twenty points a game. And they're barely squeaking these games out. They were up by three with fifty seconds left to go, and everybody was shooting shitting a brick. And then Tory Craig comes up huge and hits that three, save the Suns. Look, look, man. man. <laughs> I, they're up to one. They they've played maybe four good, great quarters or four quarters that we like. They we think they can play as this team, and they're still winning this series. And they'll likely handle it in five or six, yeah. like everybody predicted. True. And then they'll move on. And yeah, they're gonna have to step up. But guess what? They're gonna know that too. And if they don't. It's pretty obvious what what they have to do this offseason. The bench isn't good enough, and we're going to get into that a little bit later, but the bench still doesn't have campaign, too. That's another piece that's kind of come back that can be instant offense and can yeah. be an attitude changer true, here. True. Uh, we're out here at the Bet MGM Sportsbook, and while the game uh, was frustrating for some people, the watch party was not. This was a lot of fun out here tonight at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. We loved it. We're going to be back out here on Saturday. Game starts at 12.30. Our show will be on at noon. You can come out uh, before that. Hang out with us. We're going to have drink specials tonight. We had those $6 Rally the Valley margaritas. Our friends at Neutral who presented the watch party were out here as well, hooking people up. There were bet specials uh, that were free bets that you got if you came out here. I'm not going to tell you the number, but... Uh, you would have enjoyed uh, the triple digits that you got here just for showing oh, we, up. We can say the number. Why not? It was a hundy. A hundred dollars. You, you, you We're giving everybody three hundred dollar bets. Yeah. Like, well, roll roll up out here on Saturday. See what we got for you then. Maybe, mean, who knows? Maybe maybe it's more. Yeah. You don't know. Well, we'll tell you on Saturday. Uh, so we want you to come out here Saturday. And if, if you're not, if you're not in the state, or you're not able to get out here to Glendale. You can still be part of the fun. BetMGM Sportsbook app. Download it. Use the promo code PHNX. There's a few different bets depending on or specials depending on what state you live in. But for you AZ customers, you're going to get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the app. Use the code. Place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least $10 on any market at standard odds price, and you're going to receive $100 in bonus bets instantly. You don't have to win your bet. You're just going to get that $100 bonus bet. And then, as I mentioned, State Farm Stadium, Bet MGM Sportsbook Saturday. Get out here for it. Now, here's Shane to tell you more. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager, wager, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Michigan. You know, listen, let me just say this, okay? All right, like, I I, I, uh, I, would much rather win ugly than not win at all. Yes, I a million that. percent. <laughs> but what I will say is this, like, 
I, I have just, I am just, I said this a couple weeks ago where I am just kind of exhausted with the, uh, it's good enough to get to the next the next point because inevitably we never get to the top of that point and and that's where my frustration is after they make a big move to get KD in here and you think things are going to change and and they have to a certain degree but not enough to really see the the path to a championship the way I think we'd all like to be able to see that and I think it is going to be a very, very bumpy road if we get there at all. And that's the thing that concerns me about watching a game against a subpar team. Listen, the Clippers are a good team because they're well coached and they and they throw a lot of junk at you. But that doesn't excuse some of the performances from some of these guys tonight in a game that they must win. Because if they don't win this and Kawhi comes back in game four, you might be fucked, period. Well, okay, and so I just – I expect more from the Suns. And I'm just – I'm not mad – I'm just disappointed. Let That's me, all. Let me be clear. I don't think a game like tonight wins you a championship, and I'm not trying to say that. I'm saying it's game 11 of these guys together. We knew there were going to be some bumps in this run. You got. I got to see improvement Saturday. I got to see improvement Tuesday. If it goes to game six, I need to see this team get one step better then. All right? And then – Obviously, you're going to have to play better when you when you face Denver. It's just going to happen. That's just but, the way. But, but my it thing is. is, from game one to game two to game three, guess what? The same thing is, has been happening. The same things are still happening. Like they have not improved from game one to game two to game three. The only thing that has really improved significantly has been Devin Booker's uh, performance scoring wise from game to game to game because he just keeps taking it up another notch because he's a true. tremendous player. They, but the first quarter struggles are still there. The bench struggles tonight. are still there. Okay, it's not true. They played better in the first tonight. They out-rebounded the Clippers. They they had they had 12 points with four minutes left to they, go in the first quarter. Out- How is that playing better? And then they wound up finishing with 27 and being tied in the quarter, all right? It, it was better than we had seen in the first two games. They out-rebounded them. They got to the free throw line more. Two things we didn't think was going to happen in this series, and they did it. So to say that things aren't getting better at all is, is a miscategorization over – being frustrated with certain guys' performances tonight. You know who I'm not frustrated with? Circle K, because I'm going to head there on my way home because I got a long drive back to Mesa or uh, basically West New Mexico where I live, and I want to hit them up because I'm going to need some caffeine tonight, right? And they got Polar Pops. They got iced coffee for 189 They got Red Bull, two for 575 Maybe I'll get those and chug them on the way home. There are a lot of options if you're looking for something to quench your thirst help you get it, get rid of those munchies. It is 420. Or, uh, you know, if you need some gas, you can get it all there at Circle K. And, and you know, it, it's easy to find a Circle K, but if you want to make it even easier, go to CircleK.com slash store locator, and you are going to find the Circle K nearest to you. You know what? It's time to take a look at what's in the box tonight. Uh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? What's in the box is a 129-124 Suns win for a series lead of 2-1. to one. Rebounding, yep, the Suns won the rebounding battle. This was something they hadn't done. They won 45-40. to 40. They won the free throw battle. They got to the line 46 times. It was 21 more times than the Clippers. They went 35 for 46 from the line. The Clippers went 19 of 25. And the, this one wasn't in the Suns' favor. This one was rough tonight. The Suns shot 47.7% from the field, and the Clippers shot 
to uh, 54.2 percent from uh, the field goals. And I'm gonna I'm gonna look. I don't think we have the points off turnovers correct. I'm gonna take a look here and see what we got. Points off turnovers was 18 for 18, the Suns, 25 for the Clippers. Yep. So a a rough one there as well. But overall. They won some battles, like I had mentioned, that we didn't think they would. Now, shooting wasn't one of those, but getting to the line wound up uh, being a difference here because, look, the Clippers outshot them from the three-point line. And I think if Kawhi's out again, that's what we're going to see. We're going to see them shoot a lot of three-pointers in hopes of being able to just have the math in their favor from deep. And uh, and we'll see how that goes from defense. they got they got to close out on these guys. Yeah, they absolutely got to close out. they got to close out on Norman Powell because – Apparently, the Suns didn't realize that he's a good shooter. Uh, he was shooting the lights out. They got to do a better job of that overall. But uh, they were able to get to the free throw line themselves. They got there 46 times, which, you know, that's uh, that's that's tremendous. That's what you want to see. They were attacking a lot more tonight, which is obviously something we have pointed out, uh, it feels like, a million times. And they couldn't get doubled up because before coming into tonight's game, they were getting doubled up both at the perimeter and at the rim. Uh, and that didn't happen tonight. So 27 shots from the perimeter, that's good to see. I think the the Clippers had shot, what, uh, how many, 35 times. Uh, so, it, I mean, I, I'm cool with that. Uh, you know, the clip, you knew the Clippers were going to chuck it up from, from three because that's the only way they could stay in the game. And that's the, that's the thing about this is that, um, you know, you got to know the, – the good thing about what Ty Lue, Lue does in the Clippers is they know what you need to do and they try to take that away, right? Yeah. Well, it feels like the Suns have not been able to do that so much with the Clippers tonight. You knew. They don't have Kawhi. They don't have a mid-range game. They're okay down low, uh, but you know it, it, they they can be hit or miss down low. So what do you got to do? You got to stop. You got to make sure that they don't kill you from three. And they were getting way too many easy looks from three once again. And so those are things. There's a bug flying through here. <laughs> um, it, th- those are things that are that are that are correctable. We've said that before. Um, I hope they correct it. But how do you correct this defense? Because there's still <sighs> fundamental problems defensively, and I'll agree with you yeah. on that front. You're looking at it. What do you what do you do? Well, the, the, first of all, like the, the, their rotations are just out of whack right now. They're just not rotating at all. Uh, they they got guys that are just spotting up in the corners, and 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 some some guys are, are collapsing on on guys like they're taking it to the rim, like Russell Westbrook. He'll penetrate, and you know Russell Westbrook, you know he he goes hard to the paint, but he also likes to kick out, and too many times a guy is just standing there in the corner, wide open. Like again, it's just. It, the rotations have just not been as crisp as you'd like them to be. You got to force guys to do stuff that they don't want to do in order to 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 really uh, you know accentuate their weaknesses. And the Suns just have not been able to do that consistently enough. But they've done it enough to win games, and that's all that matters. What? Who's who's it on? Is this on the players? Is this on Monty? What is, what is the defensive? issue here is it communication simply because this does not feel like the team even in those eight games we saw them play with KD that that had figured out some of this defense yeah you know I, I don't know man I keep going back to this where if it if it doesn't look and feel right then something's going on right and I don't know if it's communication if it's just what's being coached I, I'm not I'm not quite sure because obviously I'm not in those huddles and I'm not in those practices and I don't know but uh, it doesn't look right I, we all know that. We've seen that. We know that it needs to improve. Uh, we, we're hoping that it doesn't bite us in the ass before it does improve because, you know, when it does, 
that's it. Game over. Season's over. So hopefully that that's that's not what's coming. Oh, we got your segment by the book, man. What do you got for us tonight? What were you looking at? Yeah, tonight. Uh, listen, uh, you know, I could have gone with one of two guys, and 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 I, I know I'm going to sound really negative tonight, and I, I apologize for that. But you know, I'm pointing out things that the Clippers are are doing. Uh, to force the Suns into some uncomfortable positions. And I didn't think, you know, we, we talked a lot heading into the playoffs that Chris Paul was shooting above 50% on catch-and-shoot three-pointers. Well, tonight Chris looked very hesitant from three, and even when he did pull the trigger, it just didn't seem like any one of those was no. going to go in. He was one for eight from three. Uh, and then the times when he was at the beginning of this game in the first quarter, the thing that I immediately pointed out was when Chris Paul's getting pick-and-rolls He's not, he's not coming off those picks into an action assertively, right? He's being very, like, he's just kind of going half speed or he's kind of, like, taking his time. He needs to attack. And if he doesn't have the energy to attack, then I feel like that there's got to be some adjustment for Monty. I know he trusts Chris Paul, and Chris Paul's, you know, a legendary player, but you've got to force the issue and force the Clippers to be able to to uh, to re- react to you. And because he's not doing that, the Clippers are able to stay at bay and still cover KD on the wing or cover uh, Torrey Craig or Josh Kogi in the in the in the corner. Um, nobody has to react to anybody else. Unlike unlike the Clippers when sometimes when they would come off of picks or screens, like they're forcing action. They're forcing you to double and we just pointed it out a second ago, guys are wide open in the corner because they're forcing action. Russell Westbrook when he comes off a pick, he does not go half speed. He goes balls to the wall and i'm not saying we need russell westbrook by any stretch of the imagination <laughs> we should have had him but chris paul <laughs> needs to needs to go uh, more assertively and create some attention to him and be a threat if you're not a threat and you're just going through the motions you're not helping anybody out and that's what i saw far too often from chris paul when he had the ball and then far too often he was too hesitant uh shooting the ball tonight uh at the end of the game he missed a, a layup uh that that he had because he didn't know what he wanted to do and it felt like maybe he wanted to pass or or whatever he misses the layup and then he misses two free throws so maybe the hand is bother, bothering him but you know what I'm not giving Chris Paul the bailout on injuries anymore I'm not if he's injured then he needs to sit his ass down I mean you think the Clippers wanted Kawhi Leonard to sit out no they didn't want him to sit out but it's what they think is in the best interest of the team because of his injury. Well, maybe Chris Paul needs to make that decision, too, if he's if he's not going to be able to play at the level that we need him to play. But he can't because there's nobody to play for him. I think it may have been different if he had a healthy campaign and that was a potentially an option if he was playing well. But there's no option for him to sit. That's why he played 41 minutes tonight. There is no backup point guard for him right now. If campaign comes back, I assume by, by the def, he, by the definition of point guard, I agree. Yes, but, but I who, think I think honestly, I, to play? I, I I should. I think you could even roll out, um, you know, do a, a Devin Booker and KD just bringing the ball and just getting set into the office and having Tory Craig and Josh Okogie out there at the same time along with Da. Um, you know, it, it, you saw Damian Lee get some minutes tonight, which was nice to see. He came through uh, in a in in a in a he showed up. He was one of the few bench players that have shown up in this series, which is great. Um, so I think there's options and flexibility there if you get out of your own definition of what the point guard position technically is, but right? I, I don't know what else you can have Book and KD do. 45 minutes for Book, 42 yeah. for KD. I mean, they've been out there the whole time. I mean, and, and have, uh, you know, started the offense in a lot of occasions here. I, I just think Monty 
doesn't have a guy he can necessarily turn to without without campaign right now. And I think campaign might uh, might force that issue that you're talking about that you want to see Chris Paul force. He's a guy that's going to make those actions, yeah. going to go to the room, going to create that. So maybe when he comes back, you see those Chris Paul minutes dip down into the low 30s and campaign's taking a lot of those minutes and it fixes some yeah. of that, or at least it, it masks some of that yeah. because it's a different look. I, it's just a tough spot right now. It uh, is, but for CP3. But I would say this: you know, we we bagged on Landry Shamit for getting 24 minutes in game one, 14 in game two. I think he only got four tonight. Correct. Um, Chris Paul, there is no reason for him to play 41 minutes. No. If you look at his performance and the way he was going about his business tonight, there really was no reason for him to play 41 minutes. So I would say that, like, maybe you cut him back to 30 minutes instead of 41 and live, let, let Damian Lee get a little bit because he seemed like he was playing in a pretty good rhythm tonight. Um, so there's a s- subtle adjustments that you can make, and you can go point book for those stretches just to get you to the next point where Chris Paul comes back. I would say that could be an adjustment. But, again, we're, we're trusting Chris Paul, I think, a little too much right now. Uh, but the Suns won, and that's yeah. the most important part this team because they have veterans because they have guys that have been have played at high levels they're able to you know make their way through these games and that's the most important part um you just want to see a a higher level of performance when you get to the playoffs and right now we're not really quite seeing it from everybody outside of devin booker and kevin durant i and i think you make an interesting point damian lee could play some of those minutes on Saturday for sure. Uh, Terrence Ross gets zero minutes. He's played a total of four minutes in the series, I believe, as of right now. Yeah. Why, if you're just going to stick Chris Paul in the corner, which was what happened a lot tonight, couldn't you stick Terrence Ross in that same quarter yeah. and hope maybe he's going to go better than one for eight from deep? Yeah. You have to wonder if that's going to be one of the adjustments we see going into Saturday, especially if Kawhi's still out and you're going to have to match their three-point shooting. I think you got to look at that. Let's take a look at some of these super chats that we've had come in uh, from our girthlings in the chat. Holy Man, crap, there's Penny. a lot of them. Yeah, there are. Manuel Ramiro, $2 super chat says, we'll take it. Got home court back. Let's go, Suns. Uh, we've talked about that. I agree with you, Manuel. Trevor Begay says, uh, $199 super chat says, I'm with Saul. This was sloppy, a sloppy win. Happy we won. It was definitely a Buscemi. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Butch Davis, $5 super chat with no comment. But thanks for the super chat, Butch. Uh, J5 Media says, funny what happens when you put Lee over Shamit. Very true. Says that twice. That's how emphatic he was about that. That's how much he was happy not to see Landry Shamit. <laughs> Leo Barrientos says, hopefully things will be better when with Payne coming back and D. Lee getting more minutes over Landry. I, I, I hope so, but I don't even know if we're going to be able to see campaign in this series yeah, uh, because know. it seems like, you know, we, we would have seen him by now. I mean, I, it, it, that must have been a pretty bad bruised tailbone. He did he did practice yesterday a little bit. He got some shots up at least. I, I don't know if we would say practice. It was more of a shoot around. Uh, so that was good to see. Uh, but I think he still has some 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 things to check off, as they say, uh, before he comes back. My guess is if we see him, it's going to be game five at home. That would give him another four or five days of rest. I think that's likely where we would see him next. Uh, Renner J626 says 9.99 super chat says we are all forgetting Russell Westbrook was a multiple MVP. We have to end this season before PG and Kawhi Leonard come back at full strength. Westbrook coming alive, and that's a problem. Suns in five. I agree. I don't think we're seeing PG regardless. I, I don't think he's coming back. But Kawhi could be back Saturday, and it'll be interesting to see if he is back, how hobbled he may be, and what that looks like. 
for the Suns. Book Sunwalker, a $20 super chat. Thank you for your super chat. Says, sloppy game, but a win is a win. I got something to cheer us all. Uh, cheer, cheer us all up. Check out the Discord for this gem. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, oh, no. You can check that do while I, I read the next do one. Do I want to know? Uh, Joshua Coster, oh, no. uh, $2 super chat, says, a win is a win, but I'm with you, Saul. So definitely some support for the this was an ugly one tonight. Uh, Tony Sable, $10 super chat. I've never seen Saul this down after a Suns win. This super chat is for you, my friend. We're up 2-1 in the series, and we have a shot to take command on Saturday. Look, I'm going to take full blame for this. Busting out the trumpet just just hurt you so dearly at the beginning of this show that you just said, I'm burning the whole damn thing down. I mean, no. Listen, guys. You know, like, (laughs) listen, one of the things that, that makes me happy to come onto this show after wins is that saxophone. And yeah, I tabbed a trumpet, a saxophone, but you know what? I tabbed that shit, a fucking saxophone and everybody enjoyed it. And then they wanted to take my joy away. I don't understand why, why can't they just let me live? I don't understand this constant disapproval of everything that I try to do on this show. I don't like it, but, but, but thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, my guy in the chat, thank you so much. JJ, the king of beepers, blessed. Thank you. That was dope. Just for you, so we he, had to bring this. He, he sent it in the Discord. JJ, JJ the, the king, king of beepers. beepers? Yeah. What? The, little, the little jingle. I appreciate that very much, <laughs> I'm sir. I'm JJ, the king of beepers. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Joey Martinez, 999 Super Chat. Ugly, ugly win, but maybe they're going through growing pains. Let's hope they use this series to figure things out before the Nuggies. Also, the Sun staff need to consider putting pine tar on TVs. Yes. I don't know what the hell was going on with that tonight. That was rough to watch. (laughs) It was just like. What what, what do you. you, Was it nerves? We haven't seen (sighs) DA like that in in a while, hands wise. I don't know, man. It, now I will give him. I will say this: I would much rather him fumble the bag in the first half than the second half. Mm-hmm. And in that fourth quarter, he he had some some pretty strong rebounds, yes. and uh, so that's cool. I, I'm I'm okay with that. I just again, we I I think we're starting to see now that if the Suns are really going to win a championship. Chris Paul and D.A., just like we said, the Suns were only going to go as far as Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and D.A. were going to take them. I think now it's pretty safe to say KD and Devin Booker are going to get what, they get, what they're going to get every yeah. single game. Cool. But D.A. and CP3 are really going to be the key cogs into whether or not the Suns can even compete for a championship. I don't think that's really breaking news. No, and, and look, I was talking his hands in terms of offense. Rebounding, he was solid tonight. I give D.A. credit on that. I in believe, the second half. In the, in the second first half, half yeah. he was still just. But in the second half, he came up big. And I, I would say this, too. Uh, sons, two things. When you get a rebound, uh, you better bring it to your chest because the Clippers are still trying to swipe up underneath it when you're not looking. They love to sneak up from behind you and, and catch you when you're sleeping, and that's not cool. Uh, the second thing is every single time that they have passed – uh, especially like out of a double team with with the with the Suns backs to the defense, they don't realize that the Clippers are waiting for that so they can sneak attack them from the side as well. Like the Clippers want to catch you sleeping so they can get advantage and break out on those on those breaks. So the Suns have got to be much better about recognizing that 
um, at the beginning. Yeah, they used to joke Jared Dudley had athletic hands. This is a team that has <laughs> athletic hands. They're all Chris over Paul the place. Chris Paul has athletic hands. Not, knocking the ball out. Uh, Butch Davis, our final Super Chat for now, says, Clips have the blueprint for the Suns. Uh, last I checked, they're down 2-1. So they, they may know where everything is, but it's still not uh, helping them necessarily win. Hey, the Titanic series. saw the iceberg, too, but it didn't stop it from going down. So. <laughs> Uh, that is that is very true. Uh, you know what? If you're a procrastinator, I got something for you, right? If you're thinking maybe I'll take a road trip to LA on Saturday, I get off work tomorrow, I can drive over Ooh, there and be would, there for the that game. Would be pretty dope. Well, guess what? Game time's got you covered. Just because you why don't did, have why tickets. Why did we yet. do that? Because we got to be here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can't drive. I'm I'm halfway to LA, but I can't drive there. Bet MGM right always holding us back. <laughs> no, we love Just you. Just kidding. Thank you, Just, FGM. Hey. Uh, <laughs> if if you want to make that trip, though, if you want to make that road trip, Game Time has got you covered. They're the ticket site for people that love to procrastinate. You can go there and. The one of the nice things is you can save up to 60% mm-hmm. just by waiting. And you know what? I Bear with me. I'm actually going to go to the Game Time app here, and I'm going to find out what uh, Suns versus Clippers on uh, on t- Saturday in L.A. would cost you. Actually, I can tell you right now, Game 5, you can get in for 84 bucks if you're, if you're interested in that. But let's look. Los Angeles. Oh, this is spectacular. If you want to take the drive to L.A. for Saturday. Six and a half hours away. 35 bucks Damn. to get into the game. Seriously? Right now. You could wait longer. You're probably going to save more. 35 bucks to get into the game. One, that tells me Clippers fans suck. Two, that tells me that this is a great deal, and I can make it even better for you. How about that? You want to hear how Let's I can go. make it better for Let's you? Go. If you download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the promo code PHNX, I'm going to get you 20 bucks off those $35 tickets. Damn. So you're going to get in the door at Crypto.com or Staples or whatever the hell they call that dump now for 15 bucks. <laughs> 15 bucks to see Suns versus oh Clippers goodness. game four on Saturday because you've got the game time app and that special code PHNX. It's just that easy. Go download the app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And remember, terms apply uh, when you create that account to get your $20 off. Also, you can use those tickets if you're heading to Vegas because my man in the chat, Andrew Martinez, says, I'm going to Vegas for tomorrow to Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis. Both of them undefeated fighters. It's going to be electric. You can go check that out on Saturday after you come here and check out the game. What's up, Emma? I, I can't hear you. What? Who do you have winning? Uh, I'm going Tank. You're going Tank? Yeah. Man's 26-0 and 0 with 24 lightweight hear, knockout. Did you hear that Jalen's taking Ryan? Ooh. He's like, he's, he Ooh. likes the underdog feature. Know. Yeah. All right. Well. Look, if, and if you wait there until 2027, you can get A's tickets on the game time app, too. <laughs> They're coming to Vegas, apparently. So hey, It's 420, so you know who the next ad's for, oh, right? Oh, let's go. You, you, want to, you I, do it, I, I love, so I love myself some OGs. It's 420. Uh, KD, we're still waiting for you, buddy. Hey, the, the, the deal Lifetime is still supply. on the table. Lifetime supply OGs because you did end up finding your way to Phoenix, so we appreciate that. But you all can find yourself at an OGs uh, or finding some OGs at any of the dispensaries by going to OGsBrands.com. It is the best place uh, to, to find the closest dispensary that sells this beloved edible, which is great. And they have this Happy Balance gummy, a one-to-one CBD to THC ratio, which right now I could probably use because I have some aches and pains from jumping up and down. I didn't really jump uh, in my knees and 
I'm a little, I'm a little anxious. I'm a little, a little stressed. I probably need to calm down a little bit for you all, lovely people. So check it out. You must be 21 and over, but check it out. The strawberries and cream, you got, chef's kiss. You got, what is that? 63 minutes left in 420. Get out there. Get your OGs. Have a good time. Uh, I assume that's how you celebrate 420, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not hip. So. Uh, Emma and I have already devised a plan for for Espo in Vegas for Summer oh. League, and it's electric. I'm going to be lost in the arena for days. Yes. Let's. This is my new my new favorite segment on this show. It's time to find out who our big, bright, shining star of the game is. I guess, I bet you can guess. That's not that's it. Not it. Gosh, what is this? Such it's, a bumble. <laughs> Play it again, Emma, since we got the other one twice. I'm a big, bright, shining star. Thank you. Devin that, Booker is a big, bright, it, shining star. That'd have to be a pretty big box to get that in there. But Devin Booker uh, owned the box score tonight. 45 oh points, 7 rebounds, 3 of 7 from the three-point line. Uh, I believe he had three blocks as well. Let's get the full. Let's just give you the full Devin Booker effect here. He had 45 points. He had seven, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks. Uh, he had everything tonight. He was what awesome. Devin Booker had. Hey, listen, Devin Booker, man, he he's just so fucking good. I mean, some of those shots, that step back three in the corner, get the hell out of here. He looked down at the three, which means the defense knows, oh, he's looking at that spot, and he still was like, you can't block this, and faded away. Devin Booker is the most elite two-guard in the league, and it's not debatable. It's not, it's not, it's not any, anybody else you want to name. It's not even close. Devin Booker is playing at an elite level right now. He's the best player, in my estimation, he's the best player playing at the highest level in the playoffs right now. There were surgeons that watched Devin Booker tonight and thought, I don't even cut that well. He was getting to the hoop like nobody's business. I love to see it. That's the Devin Booker that we want. We want an aggressive Devin Booker. That's how he's going to continue to play the way he is. He has the highest point total in the playoffs right now with 45. He's been playing otherworldly through three games. It's almost like... As we I, talk about him, he's right behind my head. <laughs> this is dunking true. Dunking the ball. I... I kind of wonder if Katie is deferring too much and Book's just like, I got to take over, right? Because something still feels weird, like Katie doesn't quite know what he's doing. But Book has come out and said, you know what? If I have to be the man, I'm going to be the man for this team. We all thought he was going to be Robin to Katie's Batman. But right now, he's Batman, and it's Katie's Robin. I mean, yeah, that's exactly what's how it's turned out to be, which was not something I think anybody expected. But Devin Booker has led the charge. He saw game one, didn't like the result, and then he, he basically took control in game two, and then he's done the same thing in game three. And it's, it's listen, I, I don't know if I can recall, like we've watched a lot of Suns players over our, uh, over our lifetime, uh, a guy that just seemingly gets better and better and better um, as, as, as they've moved on at such a rapid rate. Oh. Um, he's always been a good shooter. He's always been a good scorer. But the level that he's playing at right now, it feels like just about every shot he takes is going in. And that's what elite players do. It's it's fantastic. Well, and he's taking it up a notch yeah. in the playoffs as well, to your point. It's not just he gets better uh, every season. It feels like he clicks into a different mode yeah. at playoff time. And that's what the greats have always done. 
He needs other people to step up. He and KD are doing everything right now, to your point. They need extra guys. But one guy that did step up, at least in one way, that we thought he would. We talked about the Suns having the rebound advantage tonight. Uh, 45 uh, rebounds for them tonight. But a big part of that was offensive rebound. They had 15 offensive rebounds. Five of those came from Josh Okogie. He's done this all year. He was has the fourth highest total by a guard in offensive rebounds in Suns history uh, this season. I love that he got more minutes tonight. He wasn't a huge impact offensively, but 21 minutes, seven rebounds, five of those being offensive. That's something yeah. that this team needs. I, it just, I mean, I don't think anybody's ever going to forget the fact that Josh Kogi played seven minutes in game one because I feel like that would have been a difference maker. The Suns could be up 3-0 right now if it were not for um, that just egregious error on Monty's mm-hmm. part. Um, Josh Okogie does a lot of the little things that will keep you in ball games, keep the momentum in your favor, despite the fact that he might not score. He is a hustler. He plays, uh, he he plays the intangible hustle game unlike anybody else. Mm-hmm. And you need those kind of guys. Listen, the Suns don't have an agitator on this team, right? Yeah. They don't have somebody that can kind of spark you just by stirring up shit on the court, right? You need hustle guys to replace that kind of a person. If they're not going to give it to you emotionally, you need somebody that's going to give it to you physically. Uh, Tory Craig and Josh Kogi both do those things, and combined, that makes one hell of a player. I'll tell you what. And so I, you love to see it from Josh Kogi. He was fantastic um, in, in certain areas. I, th- yeah, I would still like to see. Tonight, yeah, I would still like to see him get a little bit more opportunity shooting the ball in the corner because that is uh, one of the things that he does like to think. He is a knockdown three point shooter. Let's go. Um, that's for you, Lindsay. Happy birthday. And uh, it, but you know, it, outside of that. He's he's been solid, especially defensively. Yeah, and we and we mentioned this briefly, but you brought up Tory Craig, so I want to go through his numbers. Another great game for him: fifteen points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, he came through. Three of four from deep was perfect from the free throw line. Six of six. I'd like to sh- see him shoot more of those three pointers. Yeah, I like. Uh, I I don't want him to pass up any of them the way he's been shooting right now. I take as many of them as you're going to get when you get those open looks. I'd much prefer him shooting them to, to Chris Paul at this point. So I hope they look for him more as well. But uh, let's take a look at the Super Chats again here before we move on. We got one more from Leo499 Super Chat. Says, LOL, Saul is disappointed with an ugly win, and Espo is also disappointed, but with the Cardinals for their new uniforms. Eva, Emma, give them a hug. There's no way in hell. <laughs> Don't worry. Right the chat is being so mean to me right now as oh, well. What? You need us to give you a I mean, they're saying, how did you get in the bar and those kind of things. It's pretty... They're pretty lame jokes. I mean, yeah, Emma looks like she's 12. She's also not 12, so uh, deal with it, you know? Damn. <laughs> Drink your apple. Okay, that Jeez. one's a low blow. Drink your apple. Apple juice slaps, though. Okay, and uh, like, okay. Apple juice orange slap. juice is so much more superior. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what? A th- I don't. I don't disagree. Do you not disagree? What? No, no pulp in it, but yeah. Clearly orange spoken. Juice is so much better. Clearly spoken by people that do not have high blood pressure. <laughs> True. Well, bro, well, apple that, juice is just watery. Well, how about how about the the same guy said, "Go get Emma a, a happy meal," and how is that an insult, dude? I would, I dude, a happy meal right now would <laughs> crush, absolutely go hard. I'd crush oh, yeah. one of those. Hey, wait, would you get the hamburger, cheeseburger, or chicken nugget meal? Oh, cheeseburger for life. Yeah, their cheeseburger, their yeah. cheeseburgers are bomb. Yeah. I, you know what? I'd buy two: one with the cheeseburger and one with the chicken nuggets because they're both good. Yeah, true, I, true, so. true, true. 
know what? Uh, it's a little bright in here. I'm not going to lie. These lights are closer than they usually are. I'm half blind trying to read the screen. So Mad transition alert. I'm just, I'm just going to give you, I'm going to put on the Shady Rays. These are actually Saul's. Yeah, he was nice are. enough to, to let me borrow them because I left mine back on the desk. But uh, I love these things. I mean, even yours. I mean, I didn't, I'm not much of a, a frames like this guy in my sunglasses, but these are nice. Yeah. You know, and your head didn't stretch them out too much. I still fit on them. It's, it's real nice. Uh, that's why you're forgetting who has the bigger head. <laughs> well, this is ego-wise. That's, that's true. Uh, you know, so these these things are spectacular. We got the summer right around the corner. Some would argue it's already here when you see some of these temperatures that are about to hit. And you're going to want sunglasses because when you live basically on the surface of the sun like we do in the summer here, it gets bright. And these uh, sunglasses from Shady Rays are going to take care of you. But the best part? The guarantee that come with these. You know, if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Uh, if you break them, if you lose them, you're going to get a replacement pair. It's spectacular. And they do a lot of great work. You know, Shady's Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States. And, and I love that. Yeah. that you know, that's an, a big thing to us. So make yeah. sure uh, we got an exclusive deal for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use the promo code PHNX. It's just for you guys. Not everybody gets this. We're doing it just for you. You're going to get 50% off when you buy two pairs or more. 50% of polar. off. That's good. Holy crap. I mean, that's, that's like, uh, you know, what, three times what Chris that's Paul like shot it. from deep that's tonight? A- I mean, that's not. It's, I'm not great at math, but I know that that's pretty damn close. Yikes. Uh, so 50% off. Uh, try yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. That's insane. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know what also is insane? The beers at Four Peaks. I got to tell you about our friends over at Four Peaks. They've got some of the best beers in the country, uh, and you can get them right here in your own backyard. And we got something special going on with our friends over at Four Peaks on uh, April 27th. That's a week from tonight, next Thursday. It's the NFL Draft Special with Johnny and Bo from the PHNX Cardinals. They did great coverage tonight of the uniform on Vails, and they're going to give you even better coverage of the draft starting at 2 p.m. on April 27th at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Uh, join us for beer specials, giveaways, and the live show. You're not going to get better uh, Cardinals details on the draft anywhere else. You don't want to watch any of the other coverage or listen to the, any any of the other coverage. Johnny and Bo have you covered April 27th at Four Peaks starting at 2 p.m. Remember, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Emma, I want to take a look at the graphic we have about the bench points. We talked a little bit about the bench earlier. Uh, this is one-sided in an ugly fashion. Tonight was better, though. 18 points, yeah. and Damian <laughs> Lee was much what contributed largely to that. Yeah, Damian Lee had eight of those 18, so he himself uh, swung this number a little bit more. But the Clippers have a 60-point advantage when it comes to the bench over these three games. It's 101-61. to 61. It's a 40-point yeah. advantage. That was bad math. I think I said 60. <laughs> it was I meant 60. 40. It was 101-41. to 41. That's 60 oh, 41, points. yeah. That is 60. 
Well, she took down the graphic. I was thinking 61. <laughs> Math is bad. All right. It's a 60 point advantage oh for the Clippers. 101 41. Yeah. There we go. 60 so point advantage uh, of uh, on the night. I had half I had a half a neutral tonight. I'm out of it. Leave me alone. I'm just kidding. Uh, so I mean, this is problematic. And it's gonna continue to be problematic in the playoffs. Uh Campaign will help a little bit yeah, there. Yeah, he will. He will. And if you can get Damian Lee or, or, or you know Tor- Terrence Ross to go off a little bit, that's going to help. I think the uh, I think the TJ Warren experiment might be done. He got more minutes than I didn't look great. Yeah, but he only got four. I get it, but I mean, Monty, Monty, it seems like Monty needs to see something in these four minutes. Otherwise, you don't get another chance. I didn't see anything in the four minutes. I think the experiment might I mean, be he over. Got a foul. He got a foul that I thought was a questionable foul on him. And then he took um, like an off-balance, weak, mid-range jumper that didn't even hit the rim. Uh, and that was about it. That was curtains for TJ. That was, that, was, that was a rough stretch. But again, I just it's hard to judge guys in just a couple minutes here and there. Like, I'd like to see more of it. I, I want You know what I'd like to see more of? Some damn likes on this video. There's too many of you. You're not getting girth until we get some likes on this video. I mean, might not get girth anyway because we got we got a time limit here. <laughs> don't 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 tell them that. I I, I, I want the likes. I, like I don't be, care. I like to be transparent with the people. Look, you know what? I also think you'll like is our new T-shirt, the Valley of Death T-shirt. It is beautiful, beautiful scorpion on that bad boy. Go to PHNX Locker. Get it today. We're using a designer that's designing the in-arena shirts for the Sun playoff game. So why wouldn't you want to get your hands on a beautiful T-shirt designed uh, by Corey Miller uh, that's doing those? Get out there and buy one of those today. I will say this. Emma, you know what to do. In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome Hi, Gerald. How's it going, buddy? It's going, it's going great. great. How are, How are you, guys? you guys? Uh it's uh it's been a weird night. Uh I think uh, for a win, that was very very frustrating. Uh what just give us give us the juice. Give us give us Give us what you think or what the players said and how they felt about that that win. I know the playoffs are hard. And it's not easy to win these games, despite the fact that Kawhi Leonard's not playing. But it didn't look like it was the smoothest of games all night long. What say you? No, it no, wasn't. wasn't. I think, I think there's, there's two ways, ways you can look, can look at this. Obviously, there's, there's the obvious one in terms of, like, like this, this game should have been, been easier. They had, they had multiple, multiple opportunities, opportunities to close, to close it, out, it out down, down the stretch, stretch, and they and just, just couldn't create that separation. separation. You know, they, you know, they, they would, would get, get it to 9 or 10 or 7. The Clippers would just storm right back each time. And I think there's something to be said to that, especially in a game where Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are out. But they had the right mentality approaching this game. They knew this would be a battle from a desperate Clippers team that is without its two best players. Was, was going, going to give, give everything, everything that it had, had to, try to try and protect home court, court try, try to make, to make it a series, series so that, so that Kawhi could come back, back in the near future here. Um, um, and, and, and they, they threw, threw some punches. punches. Like, like Norm Powell, Powell had a fantastic game. game. We, we got to give, give credit, credit where it's due. due. He had he 40. Russell Westbrook had a great game for himself. He was hitting some crazy shots off balance. I, I do think that there's something to be said for, you know, closing the door on an inferior team and having that killer instinct. But they made enough plays down the stretch to get that done. Guys who had struggled all game long, like D.A., came up big with that offensive rebound. Devin Booker was lights out all night. So I think for me, at least, I'm taking solace in the fact that 
they don't have an answer for Devin Booker. The Suns are now up 2-1 in the series against the Clippers team that, you know, can feel this thing maybe starting to slip away if Kawhi can't play for game four. Um, and guys came up big when they needed to. I also was encouraged by the fact that the bench rotation looked a lot better tonight and that guys coming off the bench actually contributed. Damian Lee was great. Torrey Craig continues to shine in the starting role and Josh Okogi found a way to make an impact. So there are definitely positives, even if, you know, looking at the base product of barely winning without Kawhi and Paul George comes off as a negative. But how much of that has to do with what Ty Lue tends to do with his defenses and, and causing problems by trying, throwing basically anything at a team? I think, I think he deserves some credit, right? Yeah, I would definitely give some give him some credit for that. Like they they tried a bunch of stuff. Like down the stretch, they went with an all guard small ball lineup that kind of threw the Suns uh, off a little bit there. And they eventually were able to punish them with offensive rebounds, with Booker getting to the rim, with guys getting to the rim. Um, but you know they, they've Ty Lue has done a very good job of mixing things up and, and doing what he can to make this a series despite being at a talent disadvantage. Um, and I, I think we saw that again tonight, but luckily the Suns embraced the physicality. They got to the line 46 times um, and they got a favorable whistle for once, which barely happens for this team. Um, and, and so they're coming out with the win. I, I do think Monty was, um, was much better in this game from a coaching standpoint as well. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm about to point out why he was not <laughs> in the fourth quarter specifically. I know I'm not trying to be negative, but here we go. Um, D.A. is not reliable down in the post. I mean, I think we can say that. He's not able to seal off and really take authority down there the way you'd like to see. However, when they go in all small guard lineup, I would like to see Kevin Durant post up a little bit more and get him the ball because he can definitely take advantage of that because he's good enough to be able to seal off and do with the things that he needs to do. Are you surprised we haven't seen that as much um, against the Clippers, especially when they don't have two of their bigs in Z Zubac and, and uh, Plumlee out there? I felt like we did see that a couple of times down the stretch, at least. Like, I, I think with Durant, when he's going against smaller guards that are stronger than him, he's kind of getting moved out to that baseline extended. So it, it's still a post-up, but it just feels like they're trying to just get him the ball because that's the way they're defending him. Um, but, you know, they would send a double at him, and I thought he made the right reads in terms of swinging the ball where it needed to go. Uh, there was that one play where they found Torrey Craig for the big three to kind of close things off there. So I, I do think they have gone to it. He's just not getting the ball in spots like on the block where we would consider it a more traditional post-up. And, and I think there's, you know, there's definitely room for improvement in that regard. But Durant was saying he feels like he's been getting the ball in spots. He feels like he's developing that chemistry with his new teammates despite having only been out there for, what's this, the 11th time. Um, so it's, it's still a work in progress, but I think that's one of the – the silver linings of this series is Ty Lue is a really good coach at adjustments. He's going to throw a bunch of different defenses at you. Uh, Durant and Monty have credited him for like sending a different defense almost every time down the floor. That's giving these guys reps to recognize different coverages. And, and that's something that they had precious little time of that during the regular season. So I, I do think, you know, obviously it's been ugly, but you keep in mind the chemistry aspect of things. I think it's a little bit more difficult than the Suns say publicly that it is. Um, and they're working through some of these struggles in real time. So as long as they can keep getting wins against shorthanded opponents, uh, I, I view that as a good thing. Did you get a feel that there was uh, some lingering effects of uh, whatever 
happened with CP3's hand in game two. Obviously, he had the X-ray, so there must have been must have been concern. He was one of he was one of eight from deep tonight. Was it just a bad shooting night, or was this uh, was there something more? This looked quite the same. <laughs> it's hard to say, honestly. Tiny hands. I, 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 <laughs> I think it could be a product of that. Uh, you know, when we asked Monty at practice yesterday how Chris Paul's hand was doing or whether he thought Chris Paul was okay, he said, yeah, I think so, and didn't illuminate on that any further. So I think there's still – there might be some pain there, but they're always the team that's never going to give anything away in terms of giving their opponent a one-up. Uh, I think they learned their lesson from that Lakers series a couple years ago where Paul could barely lift his right arm, and we didn't hear about it until after the playoffs were over, basically. Um, so I, I think it might have been bothering him tonight. There's no excuses. He was open, and if he's out there, he's got to knock those shots down. And I think he would tell you the same thing. Yeah, he. it looked like the Clippers were basically daring Chris Paul to beat them tonight, and he just could not come through, which was, which was frustrating. And that was one of my points tonight, so – Gerald, what kind of great food have you been eating out in L.A.? Because you've been hitting up Twitter for all the recommendations. <laughs> I have. I haven't had too much time to explore yet. I tried a place called, uh, what's it, Cluckin' Blaze, I think. And they had, outside of Monroe's Hot Chicken, one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had in my life. That was fantastic. Um, oh, better than that, it's been, been Days, Gerald went and ate Nashville Hot Chicken, which is just a typical Gerald thing. How do, how do you stay looking like that? I, you know, and eat that much fried chicken because I can't, I can't believe it, Gerald. That seems like what your diet consists of. I, to tell you the truth, I don't. I need to start getting back in the gym after some of these road trips up ahead. But um, no, I mean, I, I, like I said, it was one of the few places that was open near me last night when I uh, put in the order. So had to do it. And I was kind of glad that I did. But I will be looking through those recommendations for tomorrow's food. What else? Any final thoughts from what you heard out there tonight? Yeah, obviously the big storyline was Devin Booker going off, playing one of the best playoff games of his career after another one of the best playoff games of his career in game two. Um, I, I think there's a sense that, yes, Kevin Durant opens up the floor for him a lot, gives him gravity. Some of those Clippers small ball lineups helped him get to the rim a lot down the stretch as well. Um, but everybody around him is saying this is kind of, you know, you don't want to say you expect 45 points from Devin Booker, but they're coming to this point where this is just who he is and they feel like he's capable of doing this on a regular basis, especially with the guys, the other weapons that they have out there. So, um, you know, Book has been phenomenal these last two games. He's been the best player on the court in both of them. Um, and one of those included Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. And I think that's another reassuring thing for this series if you look at it as a whole. KD's been pretty good, but he hasn't had a defining game like Kawhi did in game one or like Book has these last two games. So I do think, you know, we're due for one, like, 35, 40-point explosion from Kevin Durant, and it might come in one of these next two games. I'm going to give you a, a restaurant recommendation. Uh, EJ says he's going to a place called Fixin's, which is literally, like, right next door. Um, so, uh, he might be in there and you just, uh, if you walk in there, you tell him Saul sent you and, uh, he and you'll might, get absolutely, you'll, I, yeah, you probably won't get a damn thing, but Hey, you know, maybe you'll look up. You never know. I might have Kevin Johnson's restaurant. Uh, that's what I heard. Okay. Okay. I might have to do that then. Thanks so much. Enjoy the off day in LA. Well, you have practice, but enjoy finding some good food out there in LA. Don't take too many naps. <laughs>
<laughs> Inside joke. Uh, so, any final thoughts on the night? No, a win's a win. Is a win is a win. Hey, so, we got you there. Good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. All right. Let's, on to game four. Game four, Saturday, twelve thirty. Right here. Right here at the BetMGM Sportsbook. The Suns will be playing State right Farm behind Stadium. us. Yep. You'll be able to get those drink specials, food specials. Have a good time with us, and probably get some free bets as well so make sure to click the link in our show notes for details and to reserve your spot Kawhi is expected to play on saturday is he? all right well that's we'll, what according to ramona shelburne well we'll we'll see uh how that plays out and how the suns uh make that happen against him if you're gonna see more double teams everything he is saul bookman follow him at saul underscore bookman you follow me at aspo on the show at phnx underscores uh sons and you can follow at phnx underscore sports as well and remember just because it's buscemi doesn't mean it's a, not a win ahoy hoy in the valley like Dan G, no plan B, always on the job. My team move like the mob, turn the beat on. I throw it down like DA on the lot. Best combo since KJ Marley and Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat, get involved.